Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Sir, 
idea coming here with a mask on your face. Uh, we're not bandits. We came to warn you. Warn us? About what? Indians are on the move. They've seen the trail of several small parties this morning. They may be out for trouble. We're not afraid of redskins. Maybe they're hunting buffalo. I doubt it. There's no herd in the valley right now. You'd be safer if you went to Fort Mason. We're not budging, mister. When I see signs of Indians myself, I'll believe it. Not until. You should get this woman to safety. That's my responsibility. Now get out of here before my brother puts a bullet through you. Very well. I advise you to be on guard. Let's go, Toto. Come on, Sage, maybe the masked man is telling the truth. If so, we'd better go to the fort like he said. I know what I'm doing, Elsie. You get breakfast for me and Joe. After we've eaten, we'll ride out and take a look for ourselves. permitted their horses to slow to a walk soon after leaving the sod house. Toto registered his annoyance. Feller in sod house. Stubborn fool. His name is Sage Gannett. The other man is his brother Joe. How you know him, Kimasabi? I recognize the woman. She's the daughter of Seth Watkins, the storekeeper at the fort. Me know him. I learned recently that she married a buffalo hunter named Gannett. Look, Kimasabi, it's the Indian. Them shoot guns. Oh, 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 oh. Five of them. They're shooting at someone in the draw below. That's right. Them not see us yet. All right, draw your guns. They're going shooting. Surprised by the sudden attack, the small group of Indians broke and fled on their horses. As soon as the lone ranger and Toto raced into the draw. Some of them shoot at. Looks like soldiers. He's be wounded. Are you badly hit? No, no. Just a shoulder wound. Hello, get the medical kit. Ah, oh, get it. We'll bandage your wound and take you to the fort. No. Thanks for offering to fix me up, but you're not taking me to the fort. You must have that bullet removed. Blood poisoning might set in. Here. Here, medical kit. Oh, thanks, Hello. Now, help me get his shirt off. Ah, <laughs> Just fix me up as best you can. We'll take a chance on blood poison. There's no insignia on your uniform. That's right. Are you a deserter? No, I... I was drummed out of the service. But you're not interested in that. Just fix me up, friend. You must be Lieutenant Jim Wade. How'd you know that? You were accused of theft about six months ago. Theft from the Watkins store. For an owl hooch, you know a lot about me. I'm not a bandit. Easy now while I clean the wound. Brace him, Toto. Do it. For the next few minutes, the Lone Ranger cleansed and bound the wounded shoulder of Jim Wade. When he had finished, he said, You were drummed out of the service six months ago. Why are you still around here? It's none of your business, but you saved my life, so I... I guess I should tell you anything you want to know. That's up to you, Jim. I didn't steal that money. But I... I think I know who did. Who? Sage Gannett. Buffalo hunter. Gannett and I were courting Elsie Watkins, a store owner's daughter. Then money disappeared one night, and I took Elsie to a dance. I was blamed for it. Yes, I know. But you haven't answered my question. Why are you still around here? Yeah, I... 
I'm getting to that. Oh? The money was in a small iron box. If Gannett took it, he hid it. Because he married Elsie and took her to live in a dugout not far from here. Uh, yes, I know. Gannett wouldn't want Elsie to know he took the money. So I... I've been watching him. For months now, I... I've trailed him everywhere he's gone. One of these days, he'll go after that iron box. And when he does, I'll have him where I want him. Catch him, fellow. He's oh, fainting. Be done. Oh, 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 get his horse. It'll take him to the fort. Meanwhile, Sage Gannett and his brother Joe had finished breakfast and saddled their horses. As they prepared to mount, Joe said, Sage, don't you think one of us should stay with Elsie in case engines come prowling around? I couldn't say anything while she was around, Joe. I didn't want her to know what I'm up to. What are you talking about? There's no engines on the prowl in the valley. But the mask man said he's seen their train. Hogwash. Come on to him. Joe, that mask man was a lone ranger. What? <laughs> Surprised, huh? My golly, he called that engine Tano. I should have known then who he was. I knew him the minute I saw that mask in the big white stallion. <laughs> But to keep Elsie from getting suspicious, I said we'd ride out and look for engines. So what are we going to do? Look for the mask man? No, no. I don't want to mix with him. But I know what he's after. You see, Joe, he figured that when he told us that Indians were on the prowl, I'd get scared and go dig up that strong box. Reckon he knows about it, Sage? He must suspect something, or he wouldn't have come around with that cock and bull story about redskins. He figured he'd follow me when I went to get the box. And maybe he'll be following us right now. No, no, I watched him until he was out of sight. We'll go get the box now and bust it open and take the cash. We'll ride back to the house and tell Elsie we saw engine signs. Then we'll load the wagon and move. But we won't go to the fort. Oh, I get it now. With that critter on my trail, the sooner we clear out of here, the better. Let's get moving. Sentry on guard in front of Colonel Nelson's headquarters at Fort Mason could hardly believe his eyes when he saw the Lone Ranger and Tottle, with Lieutenant Jim Wade supported between them, riding boldly toward him. Holy smokes, a masked man and an Indian with Jim Wade. Get your hands up, mister. You too, Wigan. I must see Colonel Nelson at once. This man has been wounded. He's losing blood rapidly. What's going on here? We have a wounded man here, Colonel. They brought him here for medical care. Jim Wade, but who are you? This may identify me. Here, sir. The bullet? A silver bullet. I see. Yes, I'm sorry I didn't recognize him. What what happened to this man? He was wounded by Indians. Tot and I drove them off. He needs immediate care, Colonel. Of course. Simply see that this man is taken to the hospital at once. Yes, sir. Me, me help me. Over the guard, post number one. Missy, you say this is the work of Indians? Yes, Colonel. They're out to make trouble. Well, I want more information about this. Will you come inside? I certainly do. The Lone Ranger told Colonel Nelson how he and Tonto had found Indian signs, how they had fought off the Indians attacking Jim Wade, and also the story that Wade had told them. 
When he had finished, Colonel Nelson said, I had no idea Jim Wade was still in the vicinity. In view of what he told you, his story rings true. Yes, it does. I intend to investigate it thoroughly. Uh, later, not now. Oh, why not now? Because of what you say about the Indians. My scouts are at Fort McPherson. I, I need your services. Very well, Colonel. If you can locate the main body of Indians, I have enough troopers here to stage a surprise attack. But it would be foolish to divide my men and send them looking for raiders. That's probably what the Indians hope you will do. Yes, of course. Then they'd attack the fort. Colonel, I should be glad to scout the main body. I'm sure it must be close at hand. Uh, uh, pardon me. Yes, of course. Come in. Come in, Toto. We take Jim Wade to hospital. Doctors say he'll be all right soon. I'm glad to hear that, Toto. Indeed, I am. So am I. Well, Colonel, I'll allow get on our way now. You're doing me a great favor. We'll bring word the moment we find the Indians. Adios. Adios, sir. I've heard the box, Joe. Give me the short-handled spade from the saddle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be on the safe side, you keep watch while I dig. Yeah, that's a good idea. That masked man may have pretended to ride off and double back. He's mighty tricky. If he should show up, we'll be ready for him. We'll pick him and the engine off with a rifle. And we'll make the hole a little bigger and bury the two of them. <laughs> you get to digging sage, I'll keep watching. All right. No, no, it's not heavy. Wait, Saint. Throw dirt back over that box. Yeah, all right. Yeah, what's wrong? Look to the west. Indians. A masked man didn't lie. Yeah, you're right. The Redskins, all right. Get murdered, Saint. No, Joe. We wouldn't stand a chance. We've got to fight it out here. Give me my rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, they got your horse. Let them have it, Saint. Make every shot count. Leaving Fort Mason, the Lone Ranger and Toto followed the ridges overlooking the valley of the Arkansas for several miles. They had just emerged from a stretch of timber when the masked man pointed to the ground. Look, Toto. Here are tracks of horses coming out of the timber. Ah, you see them. Tracks made by Indian ponies. No shoes on them. It's a fairly large body of Indians. Doesn't it more? That's right. We'll trail them. The tracks may lead us to the main body. Curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue. The Lone Ranger and Toto had gone but a short distance when they came upon the bodies of Sage Gannett and his brother Joe. Their two dead horses lay nearby. Indians were hiding in the timber. This was a surprise attack. Ah, and Indians in hurry. They must stop for scalp. Look here, Toto. These men seem to have been digging in the ground when they were attacked. Ah. Look around that loose dirt. See what you can find while I examine the bodies. Ah, while the Lone Ranger identified the dead men as the Gannett brothers, Tonto dug in the loose dirt and soon found the iron box which he lifted from the hole. The masked man examined it and said, Tonto, remember what Jim Wade told us this morning about the money stolen from the store at the fort? Ah, money in iron box, him say. This must be it. Jim Wade told us. Sage Gannett, steal it. Now, what did you keep us up We'll take it with us. We must go to Gannett's widow at once. Cover these men with blankets. Then we'll break the news to Mrs. Gannett and take her to the fort. We'll send soldiers for these men. Elsie Gannett stood in the doorway of the sod house with a buffalo gun in her hand. She leveled it at the Lone Ranger and Cotto as they drew rein and dismounted. You get back on your horses and clear out of here. Mrs. Janet, we have brought bad news. Your husband and his brother have been killed by Indians. I don't believe you. Father and I found their bodies about four miles from here. Now you must go with us to the fort. The Indians are out to kill every white person they find. No. I won't go with you. It's a trick of some kind. Get out of here or I'll use this buffalo gun. Hand me the box, Toto. Uh, you get it from Saddlebag. Uh, here. Here, box. Where did you get that box? Your husband had just dug it up from underneath an elm tree when he was killed by the Indians. I know you're lying. I see you recognize the box. Of course I do. It was stolen from my father's store at the fort. Jim Wade told me this morning that he believes Sage Gannett had stolen it. Jim Wade? What do you know about him? I'll explain everything. Then perhaps you Ranger told how he and Carter would save Jim Wade from being killed, and what Wade had told them about his suspicion of the buffalo hunter. When he had finished, Elsie Gannett lowered the muzzle of the buffalo gun and broke into tears. I, I'll believe you. I'll do as you say. I'll go with you. I hope you'd understand. I'll get my belongings together. It won't take long. Carter is a horse in the corral. Saddle it while I help Mrs. Gannett gather her things. Ah, me do it. Me take silver and scout and give them water. Them plenty thirsty. Come, silver. Come, scout. Come, water. Hurry, Mrs. Gannett. We must leave here as soon as possible. I'm ready to go now. I'll carry the valise for you. Thank you. Let's join Toto. Wait, keep out of the doorway. The Lone Ranger pushed Elsie Gannett to the side. Then he too ducked back from the door and drew his guns. He shouted to Toto. Oh! There was no reply from Toto, but the other Indians were coming closer. Their bullets trotted into the sides of the doorway and through the opening into the room. The last man realized he must make a decision that meant life or death, not only to himself, but to the frightened woman behind him. He had heard no call from Toto. That meant one of two things. Either Toto had escaped, or he had been killed. To determine which was the case meant death the moment he emerged through the open door. Quick death for himself, perhaps. But a lingering death by torture for Elsie Gannett. A new onslaught by the Indian sealed the decision. The Lone Ranger holstered one of his guns, reached quickly for the heavy door, and slammed it shut. He dropped the heavy bar into place, then turned to face Elsie Gannett in the darkness of the dugout. I'll light a candle so we can see. Here's one on the table. 
There. Now, how much ammunition have you for that buffalo gun? There is on the shelf. Only one box? That's all. Save your plan to go to the fort tomorrow for more. That won't last long, I'm afraid. What's that? They're trying to pound down the door with heavy timber. Let me have the buffalo gun. There's a firing slit in the door. You can shoot through that. Yes, I noticed it. Hurry, they'll knock the door down. I can stop that. The Lone Ranger walked to the door and carefully slid back the cover over the firing slit. He pulled the muzzle of the heavy buffalo gun through and fired. That will stop them temporarily. They'll try it again. Time after time, the Indians tried to pound down the door of the windowless sod house with a battering ram. And each time, the heavy buffalo gun took its toll and drove the Redskins back. Minutes turned into hours, and around midnight, the Lone Ranger heard stealthy footsteps on the sod roof. They're on the roof. Look, they're breaking through with a paint. I'll use my six guns. Stand back. Oh, hurry, they'll break through. The masked man's gunfire drove the Indians off the roof, but only for a few moments. They soon returned. They were driven off a second time by the deadly fire of the Lone Ranger's gun. They returned again and yet again. Meanwhile, the savages renewed their attacks on the door, only to be met by the fire of a buffalo gun. Finally, it was quiet outside the sod house, and Elsie gathered her nerves taut and tingling with fear, sat down in a crude chair and buried her face in her arms. Oh, why did I do it? Why did I do it? Poor Jimmy will never know. Terry, don't cry. But if I could only live to tell Jim the truth. Jim Wade? Yes. Yeah, I was the one who accused him of stealing the money from the store. I thought he took it that night after he brought me home from a dam. I ruined him. I'm to blame for it all. He didn't tell me you had accused him. No, Jim wouldn't. He, he's too loyal. But I caused it all. And to think Sage was the thief. The man I married. Why did you marry him? Dad had to make good the loss of the money. Sage promised to help him out if... if I'd marry him. But he didn't keep his promise. You mean he didn't help pay the loss? No. Only a week ago, Dad told me Sage hadn't given him a dime. I was going to leave Sage, but when I threatened to leave him, he said... What did he say? He said Dad took the money himself. That he could prove it. He said that if I left him, he'd produce proof and send Dad to prison. I was afraid to leave him then. I I can understand that. Silly now, Elsie. They will be breaking. The Indians will soon make another effort to crash the dugout. Here they come. Once again, the Indians charged the heavy door of the dugout, and the buffalo gun roared a deadly requiem. They were through to safety. The lone ranger tossed the weapon to a corner. It's useless now. Useless? The ammunition is gone. I fired the last round. But you have your sidearms. Yes. One for you and one for myself. Take this one. But you can handle it better than I. There's only one shell left in the chamber. One? I'm killed when they break down the door. Don't be taken away. You understand? Yes. I understand. I won't be taken away. Daylight through the fire and slit in the door. Yes, day just breaking. I can't understand it. They've been quiet for more than an hour. 
Do you suppose they're gone? No, they don't give up that easily. You must have wounded many of them. There may not be enough left to attack again. You're mistaken, Elsie. I'm certain it's the main body of Indians. There must be 200 of them. They may be trying to trick us into showing ourselves. But where are they? In the timber below the draw. We couldn't see them if we went outside. They could see us. The minute we get beyond the door, they'll open fire. Listen, war cries. They're coming this way. Yes, they're making an all-out attack. This, this is the end. I still have six shots in my gun. I'll make every one count. Get back in the corner while I open the door. Here they come. They're, they're not riding any closer. Seem to be riding away. Is it a trick to draw us out? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Stay where you are while I open the door so I can see better. The Lone Ranger lifted the heavy bar and opened the door cautiously, but a six gun dipped in his right hand. The Indians were coming like an army, riding hard and waving weapons as they shouted wild cries. I'll let them get closer before I fire. The masked man waited and watched the savage charging horde. And then a new sound came above the war cries and the thunder of hoofs. At first, the Lone Ranger thought the bugle was a figment of imagination. Then he heard it nearer. And at the same moment, saw horsemen approaching from another direction. These newcomers were no painted savages. They were men in uniform. Hard-riding troopers who opened fire with carbines. Look over there, Elsie. Beyond me. Troopers from Fort Mason. The Indians are turning. They're turning to the side. They're running away. Did you see those men riding with the leading troopers? One's an Indian. Oh, no, he's alive. Are you afraid? He must have gone for the troopers. That, that other man. The one with the bandaged shoulders. I see him wait. While the troopers raced on in pursuit of the fleeing Indians, Tonto and Jim Wade cut away from the uniformed men and rode to the door of the sod house. The Lone Ranger and Elsie stepped out to meet them. Oh, 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 told me about the money. But, Jim, can you ever forgive me? Oh, I never lost faith, Elsie. I knew that someday I'd prove my innocence. Thanks to the masked man I have. Jim, I see you have your insignia back. Yes. And next week it'll be captain's bars you'll see on my shoulder. When Tonto came into the fort and told what had happened, Colonel Nelson restored me to rank. And next week I got a captaincy. You're silver, Jim. Good. We'll never be able to repay you and Tondo for all you've done. Enjoy your happiness, Elsie. Jim, you'd better wait here until the troopers return. Oh, you'll wait with me, won't you? No, our work here is done. How long I must be going? I want to replenish my supply of cartridges. Come, Tondo, easy, steady, big fellow. Bye. Goodbye, and thank you. Good luck, and adios. Jim, Jim, I'd give anything to know who that masked man is. I can only tell you what Colonel Nelson told me. He's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.